everyone. This is Pastor Ryan, and this is our podcast. Welcome to Live Alive Church, and I just want to thank you for listening in. I hope this message encourages you, strengthens your faith, and causes you to keep pressing forward for who God has called you to be and created you to be. God bless. Matthew chapter 8, verse 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will repay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees, begged him, be patient with me, and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from what from the heart and i want to speak to you today on part two of the series sorry learning how to forgive from the heart let's pray father i thank you lord for your word god i thank you lord that your word Is already anointed. I just pray that you would anoint your servant one more time to be able to speak this precious gospel. Father, that I would speak to the ears and the hearts of your people and the minds of your people. Lord, that we would learn how to forgive those who have hurt us or those who have did something to cause us pain. Father, I pray that we would have freedom and liberty in our hearts today. Father, that your word would go forth in power and with might. Father, that it wouldn't be by might nor by power, but by thy spirit. And, Lord, that your spirit would cause a liberation. God, that you would do what only you can do and do what you do best. Speak through me today. In Jesus' name, amen. I really feel that this message in this series isn't for anybody that has been listening than it has been for me. Because I've had to learn how to, in times in my life, to forgive those who have offended me, forgive those who have betrayed me, and forgive those who have 
uh, talked about me. In other words, have said things that weren't true and accused me. We all know that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren and that he will always try to accuse you of doing something that you never truly did. He always likes to take something that you did do but twist it in a way where somebody can think that uh, what you did was way worse than what really happened. And I just want you to know today that that doesn't matter what man says about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you. Or it doesn't matter what people think about you. It just matters about where you're at, where your heart is at, and what God says about who you are. And I just want us to know that there's always going to be pain. There's always going to be hurt. There's always going to be people who are going to come against us and that who are going to betray us and who's, who's going to say things about us the wrong way. But we have to choose in that moment how are we going to let that affect our lives? Because the fact of the matter is we all have choices in life. Some of the choices that we have made have been good and some have been bad, right? We've all made good choices. We've all made bad choices. The choices that we make, whether good or bad, watch this, will determine an emotional result. In other words, when we, do, when we make bad choices, they usually lead to hurt in our lives. Not only is it sometimes people making bad choices to hurt us, but sometimes we make bad choices ourselves, and in return we hurt ourselves for doing something that we should have never did in the first place. Isn't it something that sometimes we know what we should do, but we don't do it? We know that we shouldn't touch the pan because it's going to be hot, but we still touch it just to see how hot it really is. But we, when we make bad choices, it usually leads to hurt in our lives. But when we make good choices, it usually leads to happiness. I think about the story of the golden calf when Moses was up on the mountain with God and God and him were having a dialogue and they were speaking amongst each other. And, and then all of a sudden the Israelites, the children of Israel and, and Aaron, Moses' brother, they finally got a little bit tired about uh, God, God and Moses being up there on the mountain and they like, he's never coming down. He's just going to be up there forever. We're just here in the wilderness by ourselves. We've been let out here and nothing's going to happen. And so what they decided to do is said, you know, Aaron, make us a, a graven image. In other words, make us something we can worship since God and Moses are taking their time doing what they're doing. Maybe we just need to worship our own God. So what happened is, is Aaron had the brightest idea to go ahead and get everybody's golden earrings and golden necklaces and everything that they had, and they melted it down in a pot, and out came of the fire was a golden calf. But see, it was in that moment that they had a choice whether, okay, God, I'm going to choose to wait on you or I'm going to choose to do something on my own. They all had a choice in that moment whether I'm going to wait on God or I'm going to worship this golden calf. And they decided to worship something that was not even true or not even real because they were waiting because God was taking too long doing what he was doing with Moses on top of the mountain. See, they had a choice in that moment. But I, I think that in the moments that we have a choice, we have to understand that even when it doesn't seem like God is opening the right door or that deliverance isn't coming or freedom isn't coming, that we must in that moment 
Wait upon the Lord, just like the Bible says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be faint. They shall walk and not be weary. We must wait upon God in those moments and in those seasons in our lives to be able to make the right choices so that way we can move ahead and move forward because the thing about unforgiveness in our lives is is if we don't choose to forgive, then it's what it's doing is, is it's binding us down to chains from moving us forward to the destiny that God has for us. So we'll always be held back by pain instead of moving forward in our purpose of who God has created us to be because we're being held down by hurt. We're being held down by pain. But if you would just stand and stand there for and say, God, you know what? I'm going to wait on you. I know that your word is true. I know that you are real in my life. And I know that you can bring freedom in this situation from that person who caused me hurt, from that person who caused me pain. And I know that through all of this, this like I spoke last week, that forgiveness is a process towards peace in our lives. It happens in a process that once you start to forgive Healing begins to take place. It doesn't happen overnight. It will take some time in our lives for the forgiveness and for healing and for deliverance and for liberation to take place in our lives. Watch this. Forgive in the Greek means let go or release. So what we have to do is that when it comes to choosing to forgive somebody for what they did, we have to understand when we say we're forgiving you, it means that we have to let it go. We, we have to release. And when we release it, it means that we're releasing it into God's hands saying, God, you know better than I do. I'm going to leave this here with you because he says in his word to cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. So when you release that forgiveness and say, God, I'm giving it to you. I need healing in my life. Listen to me. I don't know about you, but when somebody has caused me pain or betrayed me or done something to hurt me, I have to forgive in that moment. Why? Because I'm choosing to let go of something that's going to try to bind me down and chain me down from operating in my true calling and operating in my purpose of who God has created me to be because that's what the enemy has come to steal. He's come to make you... Those who have betrayed you, he's come to cause you bitterness in your life. He's tried to come to cause you to have anger in your life. And he's tried to cause you to have all these things in your life that will cause you not to operate in the full authority of who God has created you to be. So that's why we walk around when we don't have forgiveness when we don't forgive that person in our lives we walk around with a heaviness and a weight and then those little things that irritate us start to tick us off and we start to get angry we start to get upset and we start to do things that we shouldn't do why because we're still holding on to the pain of the past of somebody that has hurt us but we have to realize that we have to move forward and Moving forward means that we have chosen to forgive somebody that has caused us pain. Because really where it begins, it's, it's all in the heart. It's a heart issue and it's, it's, it's heart-wrenching when we have that person in our lives. Because what happens is it becomes a memory. It becomes a heart-wrenching memory in our minds about what has happened in our lives, whether it's a relationship or whether it's somebody in our family or whether it's somebody at work. 
who has did something wrong to cause you pain and cause you hurt. But we have to, in order to move forward, we have to release it and we have to let it go and allow God to have his way with it and allow healing to take place in our lives. Listen to me. When we forgive someone, it is a priority that we must forgive. So we come to the, scri- to the scripture now, and the Bible says that Peter comes to Jesus. And he says, and he asks this question, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? How many times should I forgive them? Seven times? Jesus says, no, 70 times 70. And what happens is, is that Jesus in this moment, he dismisses the fact whether it's a choice to forgive. Rather, he gives a command to forgive. So in other words, we have to move beyond the choice that we have to make to forgive. And we have to realize that in Scripture, reading the Word of God, Jesus said, not is it a choice, but it's a command that I'm telling you that you must forgive somebody 70 times 7 for what they've done to hurt you. And sometimes that's one of the hardest things in our lives to do is to forgive somebody for what they said. Forgive somebody for how they betrayed you. Forgive somebody for hurting you. Forgive somebody for causing you pain. Forgive somebody for stealing from you. Forgiving somebody for what they've done to cause pain in your household or cause pain in your life and in in your children's lives. Can you imagine trying to forgive somebody? And and I'm, listen, if somebody were to hurt my children, man, That would be one of the hardest things that I would have to do is learning how to forgive somebody who had hurt my little boys. But in that moment, I have to realize, okay, Father, I must forgive because if I don't forgive, I'm going to be bound down. Every decision that I make is not going to be properly in order because my thoughts will not be clear because every decision I make from that point forward is not going to be in order. It's going to be in chaos because I'm bound by the chain of unforgiveness by what that person has done to hurt me in my life. And I have to realize in order to release it, in order to let it go, In that moment is when I will find freedom. And the number that Jesus gives here, the number 70 times 7, comes out to 490. Which, in other words, in the numerical, alphabetical, Hebraic numbers, and the meaning of that behind it, it means complete or finished. It also means that in which we, it also means that it is a number that is never-ending. So what Jesus was telling them, no, you don't forgive your brother seven times. You forgive him 70 times seven. What he was saying is, is that no matter what somebody's done to you, you always must forgive them for everything that they've done to you. So what Peter does is he asks them a question. He asks them a question when we all get, and that's the same thing when, when, when we get hurt, when we when we have pain in our lives, when somebody has hurt us, we always ask that question, right? Uh, should I really forgive this person? You know, I love it how Peter, he just comes right out with it. Should I forgive my brother? Should I forgive my sister? And he, he asked this question. And when he asked this question, I begin to think about that in my life because sometimes I'm that way. Like, Lord, should I do this? 
realizing that this is what I should do because he does want us to live in freedom. He doesn't want us to live in fear. He doesn't want us to live in worry. He doesn't want us to live in, in, in uh, you know, unforgiveness and bitterness and things like that in our lives. And I, I, and I began to say, okay, what would I do in that situation if something bad happened where somebody really truly hurt me? I would be asking the same questions, God, should I really forgive? And I love it how Jesus says, you know what, it's not a choice. It's more so a command that I'm giving you that you must forgive somebody that has caused you pain and hurt in your lives. And when watch this, not only when we forgive someone, is it, a pro, it, it must be a priority, but when we forgive someone, it, is, it, it must become a principle, in other words, that it it should become a principle of importance in our lives that that we should live by this principle that no matter what see forgiveness is so powerful that this is what Jesus came to do he came to forgive all of us our sins by dying on a cruesome cross by shedding his blood for each and every one of us so that way we could be reconciled back to the father so that we could be in eternity and spend eternity with him that through the shedding of blood we would have our sins washed away and that he would the Bible even says that he cast our sin as far as the east is from the west and he even cast them in the sea of forgetfulness that way he doesn't even remember them anymore and that's what we have to do in our lives that when somebody calls us pain it's not that we must forget what happened it's that we choose to forgive what has happened so that way it's not just for that person it's truly for us so that way we can move forward and 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 we can move forward in what God is calling us to and we can move forward in what God is giving us in our lives and what God is blessing us for blessing us with in our lives and and this is what happens is is that Jesus goes into this parable with his disciples and he says that the there's a master he said there's a master who, who wanted to settle his accounts with his servants. And as he began to settle his accounts, there was a, a man who owed him, who owed him all this gold. And as he went to court, he said, you know what, I need you to pay back everything that you have taken from me. And the Bible says that the man had got, the servant had got down on his knees and begged. And in that moment, when he began to beg and say, be patient with me I will pay you back the master said okay you know what I will cancel your debt and forgive you for what you have done to hurt me forgive you for what you have done to not pay me back forgive you for pretty much taking from me and not paying me so so here's what it is this is what Jesus is teaching us here he's teaching us that it is that we that we must choose to forgive someone that, sorry, it, that, I don't even know how I wrote this down. What Jesus is teaching us here is that if you choose not to forgive someone, sorry, then you're in debt to that person. So what he's teaching us in this parable is that when you choose not to forgive, that you're going to be in debt to that person you choose not to forgive. I don't know about you, but I have too much debt. Look, 
not, I mean, not a lot of debt, but, you know, you got – don't you all know we got credit cards, we got vehicles we're still trying to pay off. If you go get a vehicle and finance it, you're in debt to that company. Where, where Whatever company you got the loan from, you are in debt to them. And so essentially what Jesus is saying here in this parable is he's saying when you choose not to forgive somebody for what they've done to you, then you will always be in debt to that person. In other words, you, you'll always be walking around knowing that you must forgive them for what they did. You must remember everything that they in that moment you'll be remembering everything that they've done to hurt you and until you forgive that person is when true healing will take place because that's exactly what the master did in this moment he said you know what i'm going to choose to cancel the debt and i'm just going to choose to forget like you never even did it and we're going to move forward here but then all of a sudden now the roles are reversed and the servant has left um with his debt canceled and now the servant goes to his other servant one of his other fellow friends and says listen to me you need to pay me back everything you've taken from me everything you've taken from me you need to give it back to me and the bible says that he began to choke him see what 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 I what I see here is that it's so that we're quick to to realize and, and, and find freedom in the fact that, that somebody has forgiven us. But when it comes to the fact that we need to forgive somebody else for what they've done to us, we like to hold a grudge, don't we? We like to hold a grudge. And so he's going there and he's like, give me, give me my money back. And then all of a sudden everybody hears about it, the Bible says, and that when the master found out about it, he said, you wicked servant, I can't believe that you did this. He said, I can't believe that you would not cancel the debt of somebody owing you something when I just canceled the debt for what happened to you and how you owed me. And the Bible says he threw him in jail in that moment so that way he would have to end up now paying back everything that the master had ended up canceling in the first place. That, now, that's powerful. When you choose not to forgive, in other words, what happens is, is that you're still going to go back to that old memory and you're still going to go back to that old debt and you're still going to go back to that old chain and you're still going to go back to that old that pain and that hurt that somebody has caused you because you haven't truly allowed forgiveness to take place in your life for forgiving somebody that has hurt you. And I want to read something to you, and I'm going to be done here, is that I was reading on Corey Tim Boom, who was a, uh, who, who wrote The Hiding Place, and she was one of the uh, ladies who was in one of the concentration camps during uh, World War One, and how they were in the midst of war, and she was hiding Jews in her basement from the Nazis, and and, the, and, and it talks about, and if you've read that book before, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. But she, after this was all over and after the concentration camps and after all that was done, she was uh, speaking on forgiveness at, uh, I forget where it was that she was speaking on forgiveness at. But the man, one of the guards that was at the concentration camp was at, the place that she had the engagement on speaking about forgiveness. Now, her sister had died at the concentration camp because 
of what was taking place at the concentration camps. And we all know how gruesome and how cruel and how wicked all that was, if you've ever done any um, um, study on that. And this is what she says. She says, forgiveness is not an emotion. Forgiveness is an act of the will, and the will can function regardless the temperature of the heart. And this is what she says afterwards that she got done speaking in this engagement on forgiveness to the people, and she realized that one of the guards that was at the concentration camp was there. He came up to her afterwards and said that, hey, listen, I've given my heart to Christ, and I know that God has forgiven me for what I've done. And he reaches his hand out, and he asks her, will you forgive me? One of the Nazi soldiers who stood guard at a concentration camp, who where her, she was being held in bondage and where her sister had died, he holds his hand out and says, can you forgive me? And this is what she said. She said, Jesus, help me. <laughs> I prayed silently. I can lift my hand. I can do that much. You supply the feeling. She says, and so woodenly, woodenly, like wood, mechanically, she said, I thrust my hand into the one stretched out to me. And as I did, an incredible thing took place. The current stretched in or went down my shoulder, raced down my arm, sprang into our joined hands, and then this healing warmth seemed to flood my whole being, bringing tears to my eyes. And she says, I forgive you, brother. How can she, in the midst of that moment, in the midst of all that she has been through, in the midst of all the pain that she had went through and that she had seen and experienced and people dying and people just just the, the, the craziness that took place, can stand there and look at one of the guards who even could have been the one who killed her sister and stand there and say, can you forgive me? For what I did but she did it in the midst of saying you know what it's not an emotional feeling but it's a feeling of the heart where it must be released because even Jesus in this moment at the end of this short parable he says unless you forgive your brother or sister from the heart this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. And he says, you don't forgive. So this is what he says. You don't forgive from your mind. Because a lot of us want to forgive from our mind and say, okay, uh, this is one of those things. Quick thought. Oh, I forgive him. Right? You all been there? It's just like Levi. We were outside yesterday. It was nice. And he was riding his gator, his little electric gator we had. And he wanted to run around and play uh, Batman and, and, and Spider-Man, and he wanted to act like we were fighting with sticks. And so I grabbed a pine cone, and, I, and, I, and, I, and he was standing about 10 feet from me. And, and, I mean, I threw it. I didn't, like, throw it to hit him or anything. I just threw it to land it next to him. And I said, I'm throwing a grenade. And, like, he was like, oh, fell backwards, and he busted his butt, and he hit his elbow on the ground. 
and he got up and he said, Daddy, why did you do that to me? And I said, Buddy, I just threw the pine cone next to you. You're the one that backed up and tripped and fell and hurt yourself. I said, I'm sorry. And he said, You know what, Daddy? I forgive you. I forgive you. But see, it's like one of those things, man, where it's just a thought in our mind where when we somebody has caused us hurt or pain, it's like, I forgive you. But really, forgiveness must come from the heart if you want true healing in your life. It has to come from your heart. Just like the, the story that I'm getting ready to read to you just, just for a moment. It comes from Genesis chapter 50. And it's the story of, you all know the story of Joseph, how his brother sold him into slavery and threw him in a pit, sold him into slavery. I mean, this guy was accused of sleeping with Potiphar's wife. He was thrown in prison. There was all these things that happened to him because of what his family had did to him, because of what his family had did to him. So at the end of his life, this is what is this is what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 50, verse 15. It says, when Joseph's brother saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now, please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, uh, Joseph wept. Joseph wept. And then verse 18, his brothers came, then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. And this is what Joseph said to them. Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intend to harm me, but God intended it for the good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children, and he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. That's the blessing of forgiving somebody that has hurt, forgiving somebody that has hurt us or caused us pain, is that in that moment, that yes, it may have been bad, but God can turn it around for the good, so that way you can find true freedom and true blessing in your life, because the Bible says that all things work together for the good. He didn't say all good things work together for the good. He said all things, whether good, bad, ugly, sweet, it doesn't matter. They all work together for the good. So what Jesus is saying here is that you must forgive them from the heart. He's saying that forgiveness is an inward decision toward an outward transformation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me say that again, because when God spoke that to me, I was like, wow, that's so true. Forgiveness is an inward decision that we must make from the heart. It's an inward decision toward an outward transformation. So what begins to happen is when you begin to make that inward decision in your heart to forgive somebody that's caused you that pain, you will then experience an outward transformation in how you act, 
how you walk, how you talk, how you think. Why? Because you've been set free from the unforgiveness and from the bitterness and from the struggle and from the chain and from the things that has been binding you down. Jesus was trying to say in this story that you must not be held down by a debt, that you must learn how to forgive so that way you can be delivered into freedom. You can be delivered into righteousness. You can be delivered into healing and you can be delivered into into all that God has for your life so you can find peace in your life so that way you can be set free and live a life of freedom because what happens is is when we have unforgiveness in our lives we begin to let that other person control who we are and I don't know about you but I'm tired of letting other people control who I am the only thing that should control who we are is the spirit of the living God and know who we're called to to be so that way when the enemy tries to remind us and accuse us and remind us of things that we've done and remind us of those people that have hurt us we must choose to walk in freedom and say devil you may have intended this for bad but I know that God intended it for the good and for his purpose and for his will to take place in my life so I could find peace and I can find freedom from unforgiveness in my life so I know I can move forward I choose not to be bound by other people's thoughts I choose not to be bound by other people's actions and words and what they say about me but in order for me to find freedom I'm going to forgive you for what you've done and I'm going to move forward so I can have peace in my life 